Do you ever just feel like you froze in time? Yeah, but mostly <laughs> when I'm watching you try to take your turn. <laughs> Yo. oh. Zing! Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a mellow blue fearbolg. If you're unfamiliar, fearbolgs are nature-loving half-giants, and this one is a lore bard who plays the Warsht hub bass and fights and walks with his shepherd's crook. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, the changeling bard. Staff has a secret identity, and his party doesn't know about him being a changeling. So uh, his party thinks that he is Roger Stewart, the guitar player, who most recently admitted to everybody that he wasn't actually British, and that had just been an act. So hopefully, moving forward, we can all trust each other more. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Soft Wind in the Trees, or Windy for short. Windy's a snow leopard to boxy who's a rock and ukulele player and street performer who knows her way around a strange city. She's looking forward to making it big and then retiring to the appropriately temperate snowy mountains. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang discovered a mysterious abandoned wagon at the closed-up mystical maze. After returning to town to search for more clues, staff turned into Jessica Arbalist, renowned mystery writer. The team returned to the maze equipped to break in and found the rival band Death Saves, was already exploring the maze. First checking out the bravery cave, they found themselves face to face with a black pudding. We join them as Jessica lies dying on the floor. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. To the pudding? To you about the knowledge of this fear bulg. Okay. This bass player. Do you think... That my character knows whether or not I can make this pudding giggle. I believe Tasha's hideous laughter needs to affect something that has a mind. So I know that an ooze has no mind? Yeah, it's like a reactive thing. Okay. It definitely can't laugh. It doesn't have a mouth. But maybe you could make it, like, chuckle itself to death, but I don't... I, I'm going to say it's not going to fly. It just, like, jiggles. Like jello. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stick it as stick stickity stab one with my dagger. Okay. 18. That's a hit. All right. I pierced it. For how much? Four. Okay. And now I'm going to cast Healing Word as a bonus action. And heal that grandma for seven hit points. She's an aunt? Yeah. I don't have any kids. Heal that aunt for seven grandmas. Jessica, you become conscious, lying on the floor in a cave next to a black pudding. Thanks. And a tabaxi, snow leopard. Thanks. In the darkness, where the only light is from a stick being held by a half giant. Standing next to another black pudding. About 10 feet away from you. I guess I'll get like 15 feet away from you. And then I holler at the grandma and I'm like, hey, grandma, get out of the way, man. 
don't technically have any children. Um, I'm gonna attack with my rapier. Eight. That's a hit. For real? <laughs> yes. Uh, so that is a D8. Now you're attacking the other one that the Fearborg attacked because the one that the Fearborg attacked is farther from okay. you. Seven damage. And how is uh, Jessica looking? Uh, she's conscious again, but she looks like she's having... She has just about a third of her hit points back. I guess I'm done then. Okay. The puddings swing. Wait, isn't my cloud of dagger still active? Yeah. I don't know if that's good to point out, but I just wanted oh, to Oh, no, that's out. great to point out. It's on this one. So, I said that they were between it, but really, it's not like there became more room between you guys. So, let's just actually say, because you cast it right in the middle of this thing, so they might both be touching it. Although, the acid did burn a lot of the daggers up, but it probably takes more than one round to completely burn the daggers. So, let's do damage again. Go ahead, roll your damage. 11 damage. All right. And they don't get reflex saves, huh? Because they have to move out of it. Two X-Acids. Now there are four. Are there really? Yeah, they split in even smaller piles. How close are the two and the two to each other? So these things are even smaller. They don't even take up a full five-foot square. So the four of these oozes now fit in a space that's like 10 by 10. So they're each like, I guess they're now they're each taking up a five by five. It's really complicated. Wait, they're the same size as the original one? No. Edmund spoke once and he said... I said that the whole thing was in a five-foot square, but it's not. It was larger than that. And then it became two smaller things, and now they're even smaller things. Okay. But now the daggers are between them all, and they're all far enough away from the daggers because it chopped enough of the bits up, and enough of the daggers have acidically melted that they don't seem to be worrying inside the puddings any longer. So Jessica fell... Away from the puddings. So now the closest thing to the puddings is Wendy. So those two are going to attack Wendy. And then two are going to attack the base player over here. 20 armor class. That hits. First one deals you 6 damage. Bludgeoning. And then... Cutting words. 14 acid damage. Wait, I can't do that? Non-damage. Wait, I think you... Oh, you could. Yes, cutting words reduces damage rolls. So are you trying to cutting words the damage from this acid, not the next attack it makes? Yeah. Okay. So what did I say? 14. 11 acid damage. Then the second one attacks you. 24 armor class. That hits. It deals you 6 bludgeoning damage and 17 acid damage. I'm unconscious. Wendy falls unconscious. The third black pudding attacks the fear bulg. Does a 9 hit you? No. Well, what about a 13? Yes. Okay. It deals you (laughs) 6 bludgeoning damage and 14 acid damage. Also, when Wendy goes unconscious, does the the spinning daggers disappear? It's yeah. a concentration spell. Okay, the spinning daggers blink out of existence. Jessica! I'm going to just cast Cure Wounds on Wendy, and I'm going to use my bardic abilities to bind the wound. If you've been hit... Point me to the painful bit. 
By the power of this spell I'll cure your wounds and make you well Nine hit points. It's not a very good roll. Alright, bass player. There are four puddings. Um, are they all within five feet of each other? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna move in and I'm gonna cast Thunderclap and then I'm gonna move back out. damage. And then what was the, uh... 14 is my spell saving. And then you're moving out? Yes. Do you want to wait until after you thunderclap and you see that none of them are dead and then decide if you want to move out? Sure. Did any of them die? None of them died. Okay, I'll stay there. Okay, Windy. I attack the one that looks the weakest. The two closest to you are very small right now. I'm gonna attack with my rapier. 18. That hits it. Is the granny wearing a purse? I look and see. No. Four damage. All right. Wendy stabs one. It loses its rigidity and it spills out into just a puddle that continues to burn the ground beneath it. Then the one standing next to it attacks her. I would like to bardically inspire my new friend. What the hell is your name? Jessica Arbalest. Jessica Arbalest. Pretty cool, and I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be true. Thank you. And then a little tiny lump of black pudding swings a windy. 19. That hits. Five bludgeoning. Cutting words on the next thing. On the damage or on the attack? On the next attack. All right, 13 acid damage. Now I'm dead again. Unconscious again. Then. Then I'm not cutting words in the next one. Well, the next one's attacking. There are two attacking you right now. So do you want to cutting words that one? Yeah. Six. Armor class. A misses. Okay. Eight. A misses. Woo! Okay. Jessica. All right. I'm going to once again cast Cure Wounds on Windy and use my special abilities that I learned from a paladin on the road to bind her wounds. If you've been hit... the power of this spell I'll cure your wounds and make you well and if you're nearby I'll be your favorite guy I'll heal you up quick with the secret paladin trick you've had practice so hopefully you know this time we'll be better at it. 11 damage or hit points or whatever. Thank you, friend. You're most welcome. All right, bass player. Okay, there are three left. Yes. I'm going to cast Thunderclap again. Okay. On all three of them. Okay. 
five damage. Two of them pop. Whoa. Leaving little puddles of ooze that are burning the ground. Only one remains standing rigid, ready to strike. Wendy, it's your turn. I attack with my rapier. Okay. The last ooze. You do have to like move a little bit, but you'll get there. Okay. Eleven. That's a hit. Five damage. Wendy stabs the last one and it pops, also leaving a little tiny puddle of ooze. It continues to burn the ground slightly. Oh, also your rapier does one fewer damage now. Oh, wait, you stabbed it with one before. Yeah, that's our third time using it. But... Oh, so now it does three damage less than normal. But I'm just going to let it slide on killing that thing because you lied to me. What? I mean, because I didn't tell you about it. Your rapier is in bad Minus condition. three? Yeah, it's melting. Were there any weapons in the gift shop? No. Was the ooze hiding any weapons inside of it? No. Can I gather some of its acid in like a flask? No. To throw in someone's face later? No. All right. We continue down the corridor, I guess. Oh, oh my. That was, that was quite a scuffle. I'm pretty pooped. Do you guys want to take a break for a little bit? You think it's safe? I mean, probably not, but I'm hurting too, so me Maybe too. Maybe we could go back to the gift shop. Yeah, we can go back to the gift shop. I nimbly jump over the puddle of acid and go back towards the gift shop. Yeah, I follow. I follow. You go back to the gift shop. Are there chairs? Yeah. Let's take a little, just like a small rest, like a short rest. Okay. Do you want to sing a song of rest? Oh, I yeah, if you want me to, I could. Seeing as you're a bard, I noticed your bardic healing skills. Oh, yeah. I used to teach in a school. Oh, I was cool. an English. I was a mystery teacher. I used to teach mysteries how to exist. I was an Inganalian teacher before my husband died. Oh, he was going to say English. I get it. Was there even Inganalian when you were teaching? Yeah, I guess that's an important question. What was it? Was it just common? I mean, it's been called an Inganalian for like 30 years now, so... Probably towards the tail end of my teaching, for sure. Yeah. Like the last 20... The last 20 years of my career, yes. How did your husband die? Oh, uh, I prefer not to talk about that. That was a long time ago, and it was a sad time. Right on, man. I got a one. Would you like someone to roll a d6 for you was my question. Nope, I already rolled it. It was a one. So we all get one healing point? And you're allowed to spend your hit dice. Oh, whenever you roll for just yourself, you get an eight. Um, I'd like to look around the gift shop for things that we can use as weapons, because I only have that dagger, I guess, because I didn't think that through 100%. And I want to see if there's something else in here. Like, is there like a pair of scissors or like a chair leg or something? I mean, there's a chair. You could bust it up and take a leg if you want. Decorative daggers, keepsakes to take home with you. No. There's a sign next to the uh, Bravery Cave, and it says, 
Bring your own weapons. I wish we would have noticed this before. All right. So now that we're all rested up and feeling a lot better, are you okay to keep continue with us, Jessica? I know that fight was pretty rough. Like we told you we could run into some scuffles. No, I'll be okay. That was pretty hard, but I think we need to push on through to find the truth. Okay. Should we continue into Bravery Cave then? What do you think, big guy? Sure. Are you feeling okay? Uh, I'm a little tired still. But there's nothing I can do about that except cast a healing spell on myself. Okay. So we're, we're all agreed we're going to continue into Bravery Cave? As you're wrapping up your short rest, you see from the guided missions door comes Johnny, Johnny Necrotic and Sally Shitstain carrying knuckles on their shoulders. He seems wary and tired and beaten up. They all seem like they've been recently in a scuffle. As soon as they get to the opening, they put him on the ground, and he makes a harumph kind of sound. They look at you, and they go, What are you doing here? I reach out my hand for a handshake, and I say, Hello, my name's Jessica. Johnny Necrotic goes, Oh, hello, Jessica. My name's Johnny Necrotic. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. And this here is Death Saves. Oh, you guys are like a band? Hex, yeah, we're rock and roll. Oh, well, I wish you the best of luck in that. My nephew's in a band with these two named, um, I'm sorry, what was it again? Dream, dream? Dream Lancer. Dream Lancer. Sure. You remember us from August Town, of course, Johnny. Oh, I remember you guys. You must be who Modelokin was talking about. Modelokin. Jeez, how do you say that guy's name? Modelokin. Modelokin. You must be who Modelokin was talking about when he said Death Lancer. Yeah, he got us confused with you guys. Clearly, he wasn't confusing a little fledgling band like yourselves with some rock stars like us. Well, what happened to you guys? You guys look a little beat up. That maze is treacherous, I'll tell you. We went back there and we fought a hooked horror. It was terrible. We barely made it out alive. Did you guys make it all the way through the guided missions part? No way. We killed that thing and we had to come crawling back. These things are rough. I want to do an insight check on whether or not that's true, that they killed a hooked horror. 24. He doesn't seem to be lying. What is a hotor? A hooked horror? It's like a... It's a hooked horror. Um, so it's like a giant bug monster, but instead of arms, it has hooks. Let me see it. Yeah. This is like a hooked it. horror. Ew, it's like a mouse. Like it. it has like a beak and whiskers and hooks. And Ooh, horrifying. That's the bug-like point. wings. It's horrifying. Yeah. Oh, man. So you kill it then, guys? Yeah, we killed it, but we barely got out of there alive. Well, we killed a black pudding in the Bravery Cave, and we wanted to continue down that pathway and see what's at the end. Yeah, why would you go down the Bravery Cave? It's terrifying. That's for, like, seasoned adventurers. Oh, we thought it was for kids. What? The kids' crypt is for kids. (laughs) And the guided tours is for people that want to feel like they're adventuring, and they go with adventurers and know what they're doing. They know how to kill monsters. How do you know? It says so on this sign over here. He points to the sign over by the... Ah, uh, oh, we never read the sign. Also, you don't think the kid's crypt sounds like the one for kids? I don't know. I do agree with I you. I have these band-aids that are called bravery badges, and they're <laughs> definitely for kids, but I own them, and so... That's- do you see the sign next to the bravery cave that says, like, enter at your own risk, bring your own weapons? No. No. We missed We that. didn't see that, I don't think. Oh, uh, you should have looked around. I thought that we specifically looked around. Our DM is an asshole. Oh, yeah. I hate DMs. <laughs> Maybe we should go down the kids' crypt path then, since that's Did the you guys already one. go down the kids' crypt path? No. Do you Has think- anybody seen Meinen Kaiser at all? No. Is he lying to me? Roll an insight check. 
10. He doesn't seem like he's lying to you. And Johnny, what are you guys trying to do in here? Why did you choose the middle path? We just, we talked to Model Kynan. What's his name? Model Lichen. We talked to Model Lichen, and he said that there was a bunch of stuff missing from a shipment. And we talked to a bunch of people in town, and they all seemed like they were missing a shipment. So we went back on the road. We found this path that looked like it came somewhere. We followed it. We got here. We figured maybe the shipment was here somewhere. So, uh, you know, we opened the door. It was unlocked. So started wandering around and checking it out and see if we could find anybody but it turns out there's monsters in here well why don't we team up and we're both looking for the same thing why don't we team up and then we can split the cost of the recording session 50 50 um want to roll persuasion yeah 23 you know what that sounds like a pretty good idea seeing as how we have to leave someone at our horses and one of our buddies here is down for the count it looks like maybe it's the two of us I don't know if we can make it through this maze here. Yeah, let's team up and, you know, once one of us gets the free session, then we'll just split the cost of the other person's recording 50-50. Okay. Don't bands... I, I know I'm a little bit outside of my uh, field of expertise, but don't bands a lot of times do a compilation album where they they each play a couple songs? Sure. Why don't you guys do that? Um... Didn't I already suggest that? I don't know if he's doing an album or if he's doing a song, but okay. I think this whole thing's a red herring. I don't think we need to be in this this cave set at all. But um, we might as well follow down the end of the, the cave and find out. All right, which pathway do you want to go down then? I think we should finish going down. Well, let's go down the kid's crypt if no one's done that That's first. That's easy. Yeah. All right, you want to go down the kid's crypt? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you enter the hallway. It goes a short distance. It's pretty well lit. And then it makes a sharp right into a room. And in the room, you see six goblins. Roll initiative. Eleven. Nine. Twenty. All right, you're first, TBP. Uh, how far away is the nearest goblin? Twenty feet. Okay, I run towards the nearest goblin whilst wielding my shepherd's crook above my head. I try to, like, go golfing, basically, with his head, you know? Because I'm, like, tall, and I feel like they're little, and I try to, like, bring it down and knock his head clean off. Okay. Am I still inspired from before? No, you took that short rest. Inspiration lasts 10 minutes, and the short rest is an hour. 24. Armor class? Yeah. That hits. Oh, and it was two-handed, so it's a D8. Those fucking goblins. If it weren't an illusion, it would be smashed to bits. You think it's an illusion? That's what my guess is. A damage. All right. The fearball runs up and smacks the goblin with its crook. And then as it falls over on its side, you guys realize it's like a like bunch of wooden planks that are nailed together with a goblin painted on them. And now that you look at it, they're not even that really good like drawings. They're just kind of like... And that's it? Like, this is the end of the path? No. Do you want to hit a goblin? Because you can take your turn if you want. There's another exit directly in front of you. I would like to disengage and go through the exit. I'll follow her. <laughs> All right. You go through the next tunnel. This one is darker, and there's fog coming out of the walls. It makes an eerie left. And you walk into a room, and there are these giant flame monsters that are ten feet tall. I want to look and see if roll they're real. They're not. You don't want me to do a perception check? Oh, yeah. Roll a perception check. <laughs> Six. Oh, they're real. Roll initiative. Nine. Do you want to roll a perception check? Yeah. Eighteen. They're just painted on, like, planks of wood. Okay, I don't roll initiative, and I just stand there. All right, Jessica, 
your attack. I take the dodge action. Both flame monsters also take the dodge action. <laughs> A cunning move. <laughs> <laughs> There's another exit directly in front of you. I say we take it. Let's what do, do it. you guys think? Yeah, let's yeah. go. Is it dark in here? The cavern gets dark. There's almost no light, but you can see flickering lights from ahead, a doorway. And you hear a roar. Go through the doorway. Then you walk through the door, and there's a dragon! A 20-foot-tall green dragon spitting fire out of its mouth. Perception check. 15. All right, it's like uh, like an automated mechanical beast that goes... Roar. And the fire is just like fabric. It's like wind. it's like light that flashes oh. on, yeah. All right, we keep going. And there's a chest behind the dragon. Like a dead body? Just a chest of a dead body? No, it's like a, like a treasure chest. I want to open it. All right, it's full of like chocolate coins in like gold wrappers. I'm definitely taking at least one of those. I take two, one for each hand. There's an exit right in front of you. Do you offer one to me? No, there's a chest full of them. You can take one. What about you, Wendy? Do you offer one to me? No. What about Johnny Necrotic? Does he offer one to me? Uh, no. But Sally Shitstain's like, this is really stupid. Does she offer one to me? No, she like huffs and walks out. <laughs> All right, then I say nothing and keep going. All right. You go through the next door. It's very well lit. It makes another left. And then uh, you enter the gift shop again. Through what door? The door that said exit only in the gift shop. What? I described it to you when we initially talked about I thought that was an shop. exit from the gift shop to the outside. Yeah. It wasn't. Now you know. Comes from the kid's crypt. That makes sense. All right. Do you want to go through a different one? There's like a little book you can sign that says like, I beat the dragon. I still think that we should continue down through Bravery Cave. That's my personal opinion. And I will voice it to the other members of my party. Okay, man. If you think that we can make it. I turn to the people from that other band, and I'm like... From Death Saves? Yeah, I'm like, guys, do you uh, you know healing spells and stuff? No. Like, are you good fighters? Kinda. We beat a hooked horror. Okay. That's pretty good. They're dangerous. Yeah. How are you doing health-wise? Do you need uh, to quit? Doing okay. All right, do you have... Not any- Knuckles, though. He's having a rough day. Should we heal him, and then we have an extra person? Sure. I cast Cure Wounds on him. You got a grizzly cut there. It's laying your bone quite bare. But if you come over here, I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear. Thirteen. Now that's a healing spell. All right, so now we got Knuckles up and running. Let's go down Bravery Cave. All right, you head down Bravery Cave. Make sure we avoid the acid puddle. You pass a spot on the ground that's pocked with... What? Do I need to cast light on my stick? I hope you do. Yeah, probably. I cast light, but this time I cast it on my shepherd's crook. Johnny Necrotic goes, oh, it's a good thing you have that spell, man. We'd never be able to see down here. You got it, man. And Knuckles goes, maybe you wouldn't. (laughs) Knuckles can just glide right over this acid spot. What is Knuckles? 
He's a dwarf. He's a drummer, right? Yeah. Yeah, but okay, let's keep going. I don't know. I don't know how to get that reference. From Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles, Glide. What is this Sonic you speak of? Yeah. The uh, restaurant? Uh, wow. All right, never mind. We'll just leave it in for the listener. Did you say it because of roller skates? <laughs> no. Let's just keep moving. We keep on keeping on. Roll a perception check. 16. 23. 10. The cave begins to get more narrow. Beerbog's head starts to get close to the ceiling. And then you spot on the one wall a giant patch of black ooze. Which wall? Left. Can we continue down the corridor without touching it? I mean, you can, but like last time you walked underneath the other one without touching it and it attacked you. Maybe we can throw antacids at it now. Do you have any? Probably. Do I have any antacids? No. Old people have antacids. But you're not actually old. You're just pretending. If you were actually old, I'd give them to you. <laughs> Do you guys have any way to set a trap for it? And then we can spring it? Like we could cast, uh, what was that spell? That dagger cloud spell that you cast? And then we could uh, just cast it where it's going to be once it drops on us. But that made it split into multiple things. Isn't it better oh. to keep it as one and kill it faster? I don't know... It seems like when I was doing research for one of my books that that's the only way to kill them is to hit them until they break into smaller pieces. Oh. I think the trouble we're having is uh, if it does that, it gets into smaller and smaller pieces, then it gets more and more attacks on us. And if we're in such a narrow hallway like we are, we can't like surround it very well so that everybody gets to take a piece, you know? Oh, don't worry about me. I'll stand in the back. Here's my real question. Do we think we should continue down this path and mess with this acid monster? Or should we go down the middle path where they already killed the other monster? Yeah, maybe like our spells are more worthwhile on some of those monsters. And like, I don't have a whole lot that's good on oozes. Didn't they already go down? Yeah, but then the they, whole way? they killed that monster and then they came back. Oh, I, th- I assumed that was the monster at the end of the path. We asked Johnny necrotic about it again no we just got to that first room and there was a hooked horror in there and it beat the crap out of us so we had to leave oh did you guys didn't kill it no we beat it all right let's go that route but then we had to leave yeah we go back to the gift shop and then we go down guided missions instead you step over the rope or around the rope it's really pushed to the side i yeah okay and you walk up the guided (laughs) missions path and you enter a room and in the room there are three doors a left, a middle, and a right door. They're doorways. They're just like caverns. But these are like clearly hewn and made. Johnny Necrotic's like, yeah, first we took our left path, and that's what took us down to that hooked horror. And that room had a bunch of doors in it, too, so... I feel like this is so big. We might as well just always go left, I guess. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. It's a little combat-heavy. That's just what happens sometimes. Remember to go to bardicmysterytour.com to find out more information about your favorite bards and also our podcast. You can find links to all of our music. You can find links to our Patreon page, which is really important, especially if you're a person who wants to have postcards mailed to you once every time we go to a new city, which is about once a month. Um, that's the perfect place to find out all about it. So bardicmysterytour.com and... Thanks for listening, and we really appreciate it. See you next week. 
The gang all decided to go left. That's right. That's not true. You went straight. You're staying along the plan of staying to the left and always going left. You're going to take the straight because there's no left in this, in this room. So you head straight forward. Wait, is there a party member here who likes puzzles more than me? Maybe. I thought you said you liked your character liked puzzles. Yeah, she's curious. Okay. You head down a dark cave and you enter a small room with an eight foot tall bear. That instead of having front arms, it has wings. And instead of having a mouth, it has like a beak, which is a kind of mouth. Is it alive? Is it an owl bear? And it attacks you. <laughs> yes, yeah, an owl bear. Roll initiative. 10. 18. 23. Also, it doesn't really have wings. It has like wing-like arms and it's covered in feathers instead of fur. Kind of like a wyvern's arms where it has hands and arms but just wings that stick off the bottom. Because it still has claws on the end of its wings. But like so do bats. Yeah, or wyverns, the more commonly understood animal. I know what a bat is. But a lot of birds don't have claws on the end of their wings. Right, but pterodactyls, though, even though they aren't birds, I know, I know. Yeah. They're just winged. Unbeknownst to most people, it's not like the winged pterodons turned into the birds of today. Pterodons entirely went extinct. Yeah, it was the velociraptors that turned into chickens. Yeah. Chickens were the first birds. Yeah, and it's like... How we used to think the Neanderthals did. They came before the It turns out that there's a lot of interbreeding between Homo sapiens and Neanderthals. And the current working theory is that Neanderthal just merged with humans as a species. And it was all thanks to chickens. Yeah. I always thought Neanderthal had an H in it. It does. So it's pronounced Neanderthal. It's Tahal, but you just say tall. Like Thomas. Hmm. There are actually a lot of words in English that have a... THs that just make a T sound. Like that. No, that makes a TH sound. <laughs> but it doesn't make a th, it makes and a th, this. which are both TH sounds, but they come from different letters in like old English or whatever. And thought. And, and thought. And thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy. Thermometer. I'm pretty sure it's a thaumaturgy. Yeah, thermometer. That's turd monitor. That's to the you. one that you put in your butt. Those ones are made out of glass. That's smart, so you can wipe them down and yeah. put them in the autoclave. It's pronounced autoclave. All right, tell me what the initiative numbers you rolled were. 10, 20. 22 or 3. I don't know why my initiative says plus 4 on my character sheet. Because you're a cheater? Yes, <laughs> probably. Cheater. All right, Teresa. Teresa? Jessica. All right, Jessica Arbalest. I find myself in this difficult position where I don't really have any weapons. I thought you had a dagger minus one. Yeah. Wait, does that mean it gives back every time you stab an, an enemy? It can't do less than zero damage, but it can do zero damage. So I'm going to go up to the owlbear, and I'm going to take the dodge action, and I'm going to taunt it. Neener, neener, neener. You can't hit me because you're a wiener. Windy. I'm going to attack with my short sword that's not damaged with acid. It's not a minus three. Fifteen. That's a hit. Five damage. All right, TBP. I cast... Well, how far away am I from this thing? Like, I run into... I want to run into the room, so I'm not next to the rest of the group, because we all came in in this big group. All right, well, they're both in melee range with it. They ran over can I, and engaged it. Can I go behind them, but in, like, closer to melee range, so my next move I can go up and get it with melee? Yeah. Or can I get to a third side of it? 
Uh, you can do any of those things you want. Okay, I'm going to run up and get to like the third side of it so that we're almost surrounding it. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast Tasha's hideous, hideous laughter on the owlbear. What's it save? Uh, 14. Wisdom. Okay, it should laugh. It should fall over laughing hysterically if it worked. And holding its ribs? Yeah, for sure. Now, do its ribs have little claws on the end of them? Or You don't know because they're inside. We gotta find out. Well, after we kill this thing... Can skin it, and we can sell it to the fine furs guy. Yeah! How much of this is fur, and how much of it is feathers? It's mostly feathers. It'd be funnier if I pulled a feather off of it to use as my casting because you need a uh, tiny tarts and a feather to cast the spell so what happens if it passes its save on a success the spell ends okay it's not laughing okay that was the end of my turn it thinks your jokes aren't funny they're not really honestly give an example of a joke you might have told that would have made it not laugh what is brown and sticky i don't know a stick okay and then i'm going to bardically inspire windy Okay, that's the end of my turn. It swings its claw at Windy. What about our other three adventurers that are with us? I rolled a natural 20. Don't you remember when I taunted it? Your taunt sucked. (laughs) I'm going to do a better one next time. What can I use my bardic inspiration for? Attacks, skill checks, and saving throws. And what die do I use for it? D6. Deals you 21 damage with its claw. And then it pecks at you with its beak. So wait, I took 21 damage. Oh my lord. Yeah, are you dead? Uh, not quite. This isn't normally information that I share with my players, but I rolled a 20 on the claw and criticaled, and then I rolled a 1 on the beak, and also criticaled, but critically failed. Does it bite through its own beak and it tr- crumbles the bits? No, it just failed. Real bad. It drops its beak. This is just a bear wearing oh, oh, a mask. Oh, oh, oh. And then it catches it and puts it back on. And then... Johnny Necrotic goes, quick, guys, let's get out of here and ditch these fools. Let's get the money and run. Everyone from Death Saves just runs straight past you down the left corridor. Ah, uh, opportunity attacks. But they're more than five feet away from you. Son of a gun. <sighs> uh, now it's Jessica's turn. All right, I'm going to take the disengage action, and I'm going to run down the hall after them. Okay. I'm going to be like, guys, let's catch them. Hey, Wendy. Uh, I will also disengage and run after Jessica. Okay. Can I also heal myself? No. No, because you disengaged. That was your action. Base player? I disengage. Wait, you're not engaged. I'm not engaged. Okay. I just run down the hall. 60 feet. Are you yeah. ta- Are you taking the dash action? Yeah. Nice. And then the owlbear begins running down the hall. Let me look at its speed real quick. The owlbear runs up to Wendy and bites at her with its beak. Cutting work! My words are poison leaching into your soil. You can't resist them no matter how you toil. 
25. That hits. Okay. 13 damage. I'm passed out. All right. Well, death saves continues to run down the hallway. Uh, the fear bulk is within range. Are you trying to take a, an opportunity attack on one of them? Yeah, sure. Uh, because they're jerks. Yeah, I think Knuckles was in the back, so I think you're attacking Knuckles. 12. All right, you missed. Jessica. All right, I'm going to bend down and touch Wendy, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on her as a second level spell. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit by the power of this spell. I'll cure your wounds and make you well. Twelve hit points. I'm up. And then I move thirty feet. The owlbear swings its claw at you. Ten armor class. Misses. Alright, you catch up to the fear bulk. Okay. Wendy, you're the only one fighting an owlbear by yourself. I'm going to run away. Are you going to take the dash action? Does it matter for disengaging from something? So if you dash, then you can move 60 feet and around. Dashing doubles your movement speed. But I have feline agility that lets me double my speed in combat. So if you dash, you would... You would double-double. You would move 120 feet. I want to do that. Holy shit. Is it double-double or is it just... Yeah, we decided last time. We looked it up in the rule book that you're so fond of. You love so much, you nerd. You love rule books. What, do you wear two pairs of glasses because you're such a nerd? This must be a really long hallway, too, by by the way. Yeah, I don't think it's this long. Like, well, hear me out. We're already to the end of the maze. These two are only like 30 feet down it, and death saves continue to run. You're moving 120 feet. All right, you run 100, well, you don't run 120 feet yet, but the owlbear does not attack you because it has already used its reaction. But you run like 50 feet or something like that, and you enter another room. And in this room, this is like a trapezoidal room, and you enter on one of the non-parallel sides, and the short parallel side is to your right, and the long parallel side is to your left, and there's a doorway that goes out the other non-parallel side and there is a small crawling hole that you see that has like a wooden placard above it this is treasure above this small crawling hole that's on the long parallel side and in the middle of the room is a giant lobster man with tentacles for a face it has four legs and like a lobster kind of tail and then it has two large arms and with pincers. And it's got little beady eyes and a whole bunch of tentacles that come out of its mouth. And it's like 10 feet tall. Death Saves is in this room. Uh, it's holding Johnny Necrotic and Sally Shitstain in its hands. And then Knuckles is like in the corner going like, uh, oh. Does it seem more animalistic or intelligent? I mean, he just ran into the room with it. But does it look like an illithid? Looks a little bit like the Nilithid. But more like worm But Alithids have like their like skin continues from their like face to their like tentacles. And this thing has like hard carapace on the outside with like tentacles coming out of it. Like it has a mouth hole that the tentacles like come out of. A Mind Flayer's tentacles are like fleshy exterior skin on it. Its tentacles are like a tongue. It's still Wendy's turn. 
But I I ran. It's not my action. So you only moved like fifty of your like hundred and twenty feet, and you came into this room. So you still have like a lot more. You how, could run how, a whole circle around it if you want. How far across is the room to the other door? Can you fit through the treasure hole? Yeah, can I fit through the treasure hole? Yeah, it's like crawling sized. It's like um two and a half feet. I'm gonna go in the treasure hole. <laughs> All right, you jump into the treasure hole, running past this monster, and it has this like windy, rough hewn feel to it. And you go a couple feet down the hole, and then you come to like a smaller. It opens up a little bit, and there are two people sitting there, crouched over in this little tiny cutout of this room. And they're like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" I'm running from a lobster monster. What are you guys doing here? They're both forest gnomes. What are you forest gnomes doing here? The one on the left says, Oh, uh, I'm Kaiser, and this is my maze. And uh, this monster out here is running amok. And we didn't expect it to be so dangerous when we brought it into this maze as an attraction. And we have no ability to defeat it because it's so tough. Which one? The owlbear or the lobster guy? The chul. Is that the lobster-looking the one with the tentacle, the tongue tentacles? Yeah. That thing's gross, man. Yeah, well, we can't beat it. Me and my buddy, a Binker, here. Oh, Binker. Uh, we hear that you've been missing. Uh, there's a lot of people in town that were expecting a shipment you were supposed to bring. The other forest gnome goes, yeah, well, part of that shipment was this troll, and now we're stuck in this maze. That's why that cage smelled like fish. Uh uh, well, that's good to know. I've got some of my teammates that are coming up uh, into this room behind me, so maybe together we can defeat the Chul. Well, I hope they're tough, because this thing is really difficult to fight. How difficult on a scale of 1 to 10? For me? Yeah. 10 being the hardest thing I've ever fought? Yeah. 10. What about for, like, Hercules? Who's Hercules? He's this really cool hero guy. What does he fight? Um, lions. Has he ever fought anything gods. that's more difficult to fight than a chul? Probably. So, like, maybe an eight? Kay. Seven? So, can I move anymore? Like, it was my turn yeah, over? That, Am I stuck here see. for this so turn? So, you went 50. You have 120? Yeah. Jesus. So, you went 50, and across the room was probably another 20s, like 70. And down this little, like, treasure cave thing is probably 20. So, that's like 90. You probably have 30 more feet of movement. Yeah, but you don't think you bypassed your ability to do that by having like a minute long conversation. <laughs> All right, Furbolg, Fearbolg, Furbolg. That's better. I've pronounced it Furbolg for like twenty years. Okay, I'm running into this room after all these people. Like, I'm still chasing them. Am I like with them? If I keep running at my sixty, or what if I like slow down to thirty? So if you go like twenty feet, you're in the room. If I go 30 feet, am I close to this guy, this creature? The chul? Yeah, like, I, could I hit it? Yeah. I run up to try to hit it. Okay. I take my shepherd's crook, and I try to swing it so it gets between, like, some of those severed bits, you know? You know how lobsters have sections, and it's like, this section, and then a crack. And I imagine it's, like, a nice tender spot where the cracks are. I try to aim for a crack. With your crook? Yeah, I like try to crack him in a crack, two-handed. Crack the crack with the crook? Crook him in the crack? Crook him in the crack? Crook him in the crack. All right. 22. That's technically it hits. Eight damage. Okay. Then I cast... Nope, that's it. All right. 
Where is Jessica? I think that the owlbear caught up. Well, it, the owlbear's moving now, so it can catch up it, to you. I think that I'm 30 feet from the owlbear. Oh, no, because you didn't disengage and you took the opportunity. No, you I cast Cure healed. Wounds. You only moved 30 I'm, feet. Yeah. All right. The owlbear runs up to you and swings at you with its claws. Does a 21 hit? Yes. 15 damage. Ow. And then the chul brings Sally Shitstain over to its mouth and it rubs all of its tentacles all over her. But then she goes like, oh, this is really gross and I hate it. Valid. And then Knuckles runs up and hits it with his hammer. It's a good tool against a lobster. Smart. But he misses it. Also, you keep saying lobster, but I thought it was more like a crab. It's more lobster. Lobster. That's my Red. my misheard. I don't know. It has like two crab claws, but lobsters have similar claws, so it could have two lobster claws. But it's four legs, but like it faces forward and has like an elongated body and like a long tail that like flattens out and spreads and its head sticks up. I take back this whole comment. Does this creature talk? And if it does, does it have a Boston accent? It's really important for us to know. Boston chatter. If it does talk, it does have a Boston accent. Definitely a lobster then. Okay. Right? There aren't crabs that live that far away. Right. Yeah. What does that mean? What are you doing? Oh, is it my turn? Um, sure. So it's just in the hallway. It's just me and the owlbear, right? Yeah. I'm going to pull out that dagger that's acid burned. And I'm going to use my College of the Road ability of dueling. It doesn't have a, it has a dumb name. It's just like, you learn from a fighter dueling skills. And then I'm going to stab it with a dagger. Met myself a warrior, he was spry and he was quick. He gave to me this rapier and he taught me all its tricks. A powerful attack is the best kind of defense. And when I meet a foe, then they meet their bitter end. So I hit armor class 22. That's a hit. So I do my bardic inspiration die, extra damage, and then two extra damage from now on. Five damage. Okay. And uh, I'd like to move, but I'm afraid I'll die. But if I don't move, I think I'll definitely die. So, I, can, as a free action, can I scream like uh, like an old author widow who might die if she moves? Ah! And I'm going to run up the hallway, or move up the hallway 30 feet. Okay. The owlbear swings its claw at you. 20. That's, that hits me. 15 damage. I'm down for the count. You hear from up the hallway... An old lady scream, and then what sounds like an old lady falling on the ground. Wendy. You're inspired also for your, if you forgot. Yeah. And you're in a hole. You could just wait it out in the treasure room until everyone's dead and then just die there with these two. Does the owlbear seem intelligent? No. Um. So I could dash 60 feet back out the tunnel, right? Yeah. But that's all I can do then. Yeah. Mm, I guess I dash out then. I mean, what does that combat agility thing do? I can only use it. I have to not move to get it back again. Ah, uh, okay. So I can't use it again. So I'll dash out. I want to inspire my friend, the big guy. Hey, you, you're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink. Okay. 
Yeah. How far out? Are you trying to get to the owlbear? I can move 60 feet. So the 20, you were 20 feet down that hole, and the room, I think I said, was like 20 feet across. And then the corridor was only 50, and Jessica was 30 up it. So I think you can get all the way to the owlbear with 60. Oh, okay. I move out of the treasure hole and into the room with the tool. Can I see the owlbear from there? How far away am I from the owlbear? Uh, yeah, you can position yourself in a way where you can see up the corridor to see the owlbear. All right, I want to shoot it with my hand crossbow. Okay. Ten. Ten armor class? Yeah. You missed. All right, big guy. Um, I'm going to give another swing at that tool. Okay. Try to crack it with the crook. 24. That's a hit. Seven damage. Does my Can I see Wendy from here? Yeah, she ran back out into the room. She looked rough. Yeah, she's having a hard time. All right, I'm going to cast Healing Word as a bonus action on her from where I am. Okay. Seven band-aids. Are just, any of them green? I, f- I do the little little wiggle fingers while I do it, and they just shoot band-aids Does out. Does that work well for cats? Because you have to put it like over the fur. I don't care. It's to stop your bleeding, <laughs> your bleeding holes. Okay. That is the end of my turn. All right. Mine and Kaiser and a binker come running out of the hole that Wendy was in, and they charge over to the chul, swinging, uh, you know, short swords at it, or whatever they're holding. Ha! Ah. But Kaiser hucks his sword across the room. Oh my god. But a binger stabs it right between two of its little armor pieces. Right in the crack? Right in the crack. Stick in the crack. He sticked in the crack. Uh, my character says, groovy, man. Now that sword that he flung, did that just slide up the hallway all the way up to my character? No, it went over toward the short wall of the trapezoid. The owlbear grabs the leg of Jessica and begins dragging her body up toward the room that it was originally found in. And then Knuckles swings his hammer at the chool. But he hucks his hammer across the room. Lots of hucking. And then Johnny Necrotic wrestles with the chool. And then he hucks the chool. He escapes its grasp. Sally Shitstein pries herself Oh, Sally Shitstain attempts to pry herself from the claw, but fails miserably. That's the most ones you've ever rolled in your life, and they were all for characters that we wanted to help us. I only roll 20s and 1s today, baby. And then you have to roll a death save. Jessica. I I rolled a 1. So that's what, two fails? Is that what you're saying now? Yeah, according to the book, not as an optional roll apparently, which I found out later... It doesn't uh, affect whether or not Sammy. It has alive nothing or not. to do with previous episodes. Those are always they're released already. We can't do anything about that. Those are canon. But now I have two failures on my death saves. So I really hope that someone helps me. All right, Wendy. Can I move thirty feet and catch up to them? Uh, yeah, you were still so you were still thirty feet from the owlbear, and then it dragged Jessica. But it well, it dragged her like slowly, so it's maybe only another. Uh, let's say it moved like 15 feet while dragging a body, which means you can't move your base speed and attack it, but you can move 30 feet and shoot at it again, or you can move all the way up to engage it to prevent it from dragging a body around. 
I move 30 feet forward and I cast Dissonant Whispers. On? The owlbear. Okay. I am rubber, you are glue. Everything you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Yeah, what's its um save? It's a wisdom save. Against what? 13. And if it saves, it takes half and doesn't run away? Yeah, I think so. Is there anything that says it drops what it's carrying, or does it just continue to run away with your friend's body? I think that's DM's discretion. Maybe you should flip a coin for that one. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Also, if it's already used its reaction, it doesn't have to move. That's interesting to think about. Interesting to think about. It's like 100 die 6. What's going on over there? Nine damage. Nine damage. All right. The owlbear drops Staff's body and runs up the corridor, screeching like this. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Yeah. Sorry, when I said Staff, I meant Jessica. It is Staff's body. It doesn't stop Especially being Staff's at this body. Point. It still looks like Jessica. But it's about to not. Is Staff going to die and reveal to the team that they have been a shifter this whole time? Will this chul kill all of Death's saves? Or will Dreamlancer save Mine and Kaiser and a Binker and deliver the missing shipments to Bakerstown? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.